everybody. Today we are interviewing author Melissa Coslin and talking about her new book, Dangerous Beauty. Before we get started, we did want to let you know that the topic of her book is human trafficking. So if this is a topic that is triggering to you, we do ask that you use discretion when listening to this interview or reading the book. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're excited to bring another author interview to you today. We have author Melissa Coslin with us. Hi, Melissa. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, so just to kick us off, why don't you tell us a little bit about what got you interested in writing and how you got your start in the industry? Um, I was years ago, I watched and randomly watched an author interview and she explained how she had come up with the idea for her book. And I realized I have an idea for a book and it had been in my head for a really long time. I just never thought about writing it down. And I was like, well, why not? So I started writing it down. It was horrendous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That we, so the three of us here, we are aspiring writers, authors, we have lots of ideas. I think that's like the creative brain in us. So we can attest All to that. on different levels and in different areas. <laughs> yeah. So we can attest to the trying to write in the horrendous, but how did you, how did you overcome that? How did you um, push past the, the hard part of the writing? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I read a lot of books, a lot of books on writing um, because you know what they teach you in school usually isn't so much creative writing. It's more like term papers and you know what I mean right it's more like research yeah so it's completely a I mean the basic grammar course is there so that was useful that I wasn't a complete idiot that way but (laughs) I didn't know how to write fiction very well so I read a lot a lot a lot a lot and Um, keep writing keep writing keep writing did you ever read the book story trump's structure no okay that was recommended to me I was I was curious if you'd read that because an author recommended that book Mm -hmm. to me um, to like kind of learn more about writing and stuff. So I was curious. Sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So do you find yourself as more of a pantser when you write or a plotter? I'm more of a plotter. Definitely. I have too much, too many control issues. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's funny because we've talked to several authors and I think you're the first one that I've talked to that's actually a plotter. Everybody else that I've talked to yeah. is in cancers. And I'm like, I don't know if I relate to that because I too am a control freak and I need to know <laughs> exactly yes. what's happening. <laughs> yes, exactly. I need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Or we have a couple who try to be plotters and they end up being pantsers. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I like to have a lot of twists at the end. So that kind of thing, I like to, you know, sprinkle little hints in there as we go yeah so you kind of you know if you're going to have this major twist at the end you kind of need to know that in advance (laughs) yeah that's true yeah that's where I know yeah so you can leave the the trail of breadcrumbs the clues through the story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then it and then you see it at the end and it's like oh (laughs) so talking about those twists your newest book dangerous beauty was released earlier this month can you share a little bit about what it's what it's about for our listeners? Um, well, it's about a young girl. She's we starts with her running away from her captors. She'd been brought over the border from Mexico into Texas um, by uh, traffickers, and she managed to get free from them. And she's running through the woods, like just desperately trying to get away, scared out of her mind. And she ends up at this big truck stop, uh, you know, one of those big behemoth ones, and. Um, 
a guy comes along and he just figures it out what's going on and he helps her. And then she, they have a discussion about what's going to happen to her next. And he realizes the only way to keep her safe, because she really can't go back to Mexico. Um, she has no one. So the only way to keep her safe is marriage of convenience. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those nice. were, those were my two shock points at the, in the book. <laughs> <laughs> I opened to the first page and I'm already, whoa. Oh, oh my gosh. She's, <laughs> she's running. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> And and then uh how about we get married? What? <laughs> Did I read that right? <laughs> well, hopefully it all makes sense. The way I described it. Yes, there's definitely a lot of action right off the bat to to draw you in. Good. Um, but what was your inspiration for writing this book? Um, well, I think trafficking is the most horrible thing and I don't think it gets nearly enough coverage I mean we're all worried about what celebrities think of this or that and then we're not thinking about this that's so much bigger mm-hmm. you know um so I really wanted to kind of try to shine a light on that and then I really wanted to write a character like both of the characters are a little bit interesting to me I liked Liliana because I read a lot of strong women but a lot of them are like kick butt strong women you know what I mean mm-hmm. I wanted to write somebody who was really soft but also really tough as nails and I like that juxtaposition for her and then I really wanted to write a character like Merrick um somebody who's mysterious you know dark mm-hmm. like that yes <laughs> yes I I really appreciated the fact that both characters were very complex in their own different very. ways and you you never really knew where it was going to go. There were so many twists and turns. And is he a bad guy? Is he not? Okay, you know, okay, we're seeing the push and the pull. And the they're really, you know, jiving. And you can tell that there's something between them. But where is this going to go? And so um, I really, I really appreciated the way you crafted each character. Um, it was definitely something that was different than all the other heroes, heroines that I've, I've read mm-hmm. before. And so it was very compelling. So for those of you who have not gotten Dangerous Beauty, go out and get it. There is so many twists and turns. And um, and for you, me, you will not be bored reading it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. no yeah I brought it to my in-laws and I was like <laughs> if you guys don't need me I'm gonna you know try to sneak away and read yeah. this <laughs> um but given the sensitivity of the um the topic of trafficking and you know I, I agree with you you're right you know it doesn't get as nearly enough coverage it doesn't mm-hmm. you know we don't see the portrayals I mean I think we can we 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 see the horrificness of it through the news through media but i think this book particularly gave it a different point of view because we're seeing it through the eyes of two different people um through Merrick's eyes and then through Liliana's eyes so did you have any particular challenges writing this book um it um, it's, making- it's very heavy you know it's a little bit of a heavy topic it is and i me and the editors we both went through it multiple times to make sure that I was getting across the horrificness of what had happened to her, mm-hmm. but without anything, nothing that I don't want to hear. You know, yes. I don't want to read anything mm-hmm. too much, mm-hmm. you know, but I, but I needed to, everybody to understand exactly what had happened to her. So I ended up coming up with the word molested. Everybody understands what that means. I don't need to explain it. I don't need to go into detail. I don't, I don't want details at all about it. And everybody understands and can 
relate to her and sympathize with her. Mm-hmm. So that was that was challenging. That was multiple different passes with both editors just to make sure that it, it was coming across correctly mm-hmm. and sensitively. Yeah. yeah, that's something I really appreciated. Like, um, because I read a lot in the Christian suspense genre. I think this is the only the second book I've read that actually has dealt with human trafficking. Um, but I definitely appreciated that you didn't like completely shy away from like this is you know it's not a pleasant topic, it's horrific but still you know sensitive enough that you know someone can read it and not want to put it Brain. down immediately you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like it's a true I don't read that would go into all the gory details but um, yeah exactly it was a good balance and I really liked how the characters didn't let each other back away they they were both saying you need to get this out. You know, they had to tell each other because mm-hmm. the other one was so busy telling that they weren't doing. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you need to talk about this. You need to get this out. This is something that you need to deal with so that we or can eat move you. on with yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Writing duo Christopher Palaha and Anna Gomez are back with the second book in their From Kona With Love series, Where the Sun Rises. Dubbed as a modern Romeo and Juliet by the San Francisco Book Review, Where the Sun Rises has become a highly anticipated follow-up depicting multicultural romance, love, loss, and redemption woven into a family saga set in the beautiful islands of Hawaii. Though connected, each installment in the From Kona With Love series can be read as a standalone. The series falls into the genre of clean romance and is best known for its lush island backdrops. Says Publisher Weekly of the first installment, quote, Gomez and Palaha's descriptions of Hawaii are postcard worthy. The breezy pace and gorgeous setting will stoke readers' wanderlust, close quote. Where the sun rises promises to whisk readers away to the idyllic island of Hawaii. Protagonists Mele Moana and Adam Yates meet at the wedding of Mele's friend, Andy, where they are paired up in the wedding party to walk down the aisle together. Their worlds couldn't be more different. Mele is the daughter of a plantation worker, and Adam is the son of one of the richest men in Oahu. They do have one thing in common, though. Big dreams. Dreams that will take them into opposite shores. But that's not the only obstacle they must overcome. Adam inspires Mele to face her fears, and she restores his faith in redemption. Yet, with love comes sacrifice, and the goals they've worked so hard for many may end up tearing them apart. Ultimately, Where the Sun Rises is a story about overcoming adversity, the promise of young love, and the valor in letting go. Where the Sun Rises releases on October 11th, 2022, and is available at all major retailers where books are sold. In-person and virtual book signings will be popping up in Los Angeles and Chicago during the months of October and November. Make sure to pre-order your copy of Where the Sun Rises today at your local brick-and-mortar bookstore, and it'll be waiting for you to enjoy on October 11th. In the meantime, immerse yourself in the Kona world by reading moments like this. More information can be found here at, at vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. That's vesuvianmedia.com slash from Kona with love. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? 
If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. So what do you want people to learn or gain from this book when they read it? What's what's your vision of what you want them to get out of it? Um, well, one, I just want them to read a beautiful story about two beautiful people who are broken and come together and build themselves back up again and mm-hmm. redemption. But I also want people to see that trafficking, you know, kind of put a face on it, I guess, mm-hmm. even though it's a fictional face, but it's still a face. And, you know, there are people out there who have a story similar to Liliana's, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And probably similar in Merrick's, too, I'm sure. So I, I wanted them to I feel like putting a face on it like that makes people a little bit more passionate about it. It's not something that's like, oh, it's over there. Right. No, it's in our country and it mm-hmm. does affect people and there is a face on it and it's hurting people. And we need to be more serious about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually this documentary I watched now. If you're listening, do not watch this documentary if you can't handle the sensitive nature of the topic. It was called Nefarious Merchants of Souls. I don't know if you've ever heard or seen it, but it like goes into like it has people who like coming, telling their stories of like how they um, ended up in trafficking. And some of it is just so shocking, like in other countries, like they're that's just what happens. Like the parents sell their daughters and that's just mm-hmm. normal. Everyone knows it. And it's just what's happening. And then it's, it was a really interesting documentary. I watched it in college just to see like how some people enter, um, entered the trafficking industry and then how hard it is for them to get out and how it affects their self-worth and self-esteem. So yeah, it's, it's something we need to talk about more because it is happening right here, right now in all mm-hmm. of our cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have a a brush with it of some kind that gave you the inspiration or uh, did you come up against something that you saw or was it just a topic that you thought needed more light? Thank God. No, I've never had any, anything like that in my life or anybody that I know. Thank God. Um, It's just something that I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, it just deeply disturbs me, I guess sure yeah 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 it um i have a friend here she has a uh nonprofit. um it's called nisi so network uh, I, I i'm gonna mess up the acronym but <laughs> basically it's um they help with the rescues of people who have um who have been trafficked and stuff and they they set them up in a way where they're um first responder they're right there when the rescue happens, they, you know, find, they get the survivors, they put them up in a really safe place, get the medical help, get them all the help they need. And then they try to find the best, um, 
recovery program for them anywhere across mm-hmm. the country because not all recovery uh, programs are the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's definitely something that I've learned more about in this last, uh, I think this last year really, um, is just the, it, it takes a lot of people to um, combat this and to stand up against it. And so um, that was another um, reason why when we were looking through the catalog of books, I was like, oh, well, this is this is an interesting topic to read about in fiction. And, you know, it's definitely something I think, you know, I would recommend to other people who don't quite understand um, what trafficking truly is, especially in this country, because we think that it's, oh, it's just overseas, it's fine, but like it happens in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in Florida. And so when I was talking to my friend and she was sharing a lot more, like she was basically teaching me, um, you know, we learned, like I learned that it's not just like sex trafficking, it's also labor trafficking. And, you know, mm-hmm. like Florida is such a um, big place for it just because of our industry. It's, you know, very touristy and we've got all the sports down here and we're right at the crux of, you know, I-95 and I-10. And so, you know, you have all of these methods and ways. And so, um, yeah, so I just wanted to thank you, you know, for um, writing this book, because it is such an important topic. And, um, you know, we, I've learned to, I've learned so much more about it. So, um, so yeah, so thank you so much for, for, uh, for, for writing this. (laughs) Thank you. Um, shifting gears a little bit, because I know you said that um, you kind of got your interest in interest in writing and start in writing um, based on hearing an interview from another author. So what is something that you would share with, you know, people out there who might want to get into writing, uh, maybe a piece of advice that helped you? Um, a few things. One, keep learning. Be open to advice. Like I used to run a critique group and there are kind of what we told all the new members is listen to everybody listen openly but in the end it is your choice it's your story however if everybody's saying the same thing you should listen a little harder (laughs) 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 so it is your story and make sure that it 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 comes from you and nobody else is writing it for you but also no don't be arrogant listen (laughs) I really like that. I think that's a solid piece of advice. I feel like yeah. I write this down and put it on my <laughs> Do you have an author that's inspired you? Um, maybe either from your, if, you know, when you're a child or in present day? Um... Um, I guess the writing that inspires me is probably Charlotte Bronte. Um, okay. I know that's, it's old and a lot of people don't read that the older stuff as much I know but it's it has a way of being dark mm-hmm. and but also this beautiful love you know beautiful mm-hmm. romance about it so like Jane Eyre is my absolute most favorite book on the planet but she's written several others that I like quite a bit as well mm-hmm. do you have any upcoming projects that you can talk about or tease a little bit um, I am writing something. I'm only writing something, but I don't have anything <laughs> under contract right now. So go out and buy Dangerous Beauty. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's and what we had getting for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> and you had one book before Dangerous Beauty as well, right? Never Miss, mm-hmm. I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. And then I also, um, I wrote with Mike Napa, The Dream Within a Dream. It was the last in his book series. 
it was Annabelle Lee and then the Raven and then a dream within a dream. And he couldn't finish it because well, he lost his wife and he just, he just, he couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so he came to me, he used to be my agent. So he came to me and, and I finished it for him. So I did that too. Oh, wow. So what are the basic plots of those two? Um, so a dream within a dream is they're all obviously from Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Somehow related to those. Um, so a dream within a dream, there's no romance because Mike is not a romance writer, but there's <laughs> lots of action. <laughs> not a huge fan of romance, that man. Um, lots of action, lots of intrigue. And it's about, uh, a, a, well, some people have said there's a little bit of national treasure in there. Um, so there's lots, yeah, leave it with that. Um, and then Never Miss is about a female sniper. She used to be in the CIA. And so she was like this elite, elite sniper. And she comes from a family of snipers, actually. And she finds, um, she comes across this guy and she ends up saving him from being um, assassinated because as from with her skill set, she saw what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that he's this brilliant scientist and he's figured out that Ebola is uh not a natural phenomenon it was created so and then that leads to a big long chase (laughs) whoa (laughs) adding this to my tbr (laughs) list i was gonna say it kind of sounds right up my alley Uh, yes yeah jess And it was funny that one came out like right as we were in the middle of COVID. I'm like, I didn't plan it. I oh, swear. Oh, Because, <laughs> you know, it's this like biological thing. So it was funny. They're stopping a bio attack. And it's like, this, is, this isn't real. I promise. That's <laughs> not what I'm trying to say. It's not a commentary on the current situation. No. <laughs> All right. Well, Melissa, it has been so good to have you on with us here today. Um, Do you have any social media, a website you would like to share that people can connect with you? Yep. MelissaCoslin.com. And you can sign up on my newsletter there. Um, And I won't spam you a whole bunch, I promise. Just (laughs) occasional things. Um, And then Facebook, Melissa Coslin, Twitter, Melissa Coslin, and Instagram as well. Awesome. Um, So be sure you have to check Melissa out on all those platforms. And Casey, where can people find you on social media? Uh, You can find me at Casey underscore underscore Simpson on Twitter and Instagram. And Cammie, how about you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cammie Drama Girl. Awesome. And you can find me at Jess BSW blog on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, follow Hallmarkies podcasts across all social media and iTunes, YouTube. Leave, leave us your ratings and reviews and please be sure to comment if you've read melissa's book uh let us know what you think and we look forward to seeing you guys the next time all right bye everybody bye everybody bye. Thank you.